0: Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna exit the slides here, and we've got another clip that I wanna show you.
1: The first of the Seleucid kings were content to let Greek culture gradually transform their subjects into Greeks. But in 185 BC, a very unusual man ascended to the Seleucid throne. He was Antiochus IV, but he was known to his subjects as Antiochus the madman one of Antiochus first decrees recorded in the book of Maccabees demanded that all his subjects replace their ancestral traditions with
2: Greek ones the king issued a proclamation to his whole kingdom that all were to become a single people each renouncing his particular customs.
1: Many peoples of the region had already adopted the Greek way of life, but not devout Jews. Now they would be faced with a choice, give up their faith or fight to defend it. Antiochus relied at first on a faction of Jews who had embraced all things Greek. To increase their influence, he sold one such Jew the most important job in
2: Jerusalem, high priest of the temple. Jason usurped the high priesthood by giving Antiochus a promise of 360 talents of silver. As soon as he was in power, Jason set about converting his fellow countrymen to the Greek way of life.
0: Now, Jason was the first to bid for the priesthood outside of an official line of succession. And then Menelaus, so I mentioned earlier, outbid him. So once you start this process, it's a difficult process to stop.
3: For a high priest in Jerusalem in the second century, the question was quite simple Do I jump on the Greek bandwagon or not? Do I remain separate or do I throw my lot in with a social process that had taken over all of the Middle East at this time? We find high priests that were willing to take that extra step and to throw their lot in with the lot of Antiochus IV, Epiphanes. This would create a reaction, a violent reaction, because there were Jews who considered this to be nothing less than heresy.
1: Circumcision was the ultimate symbol marking a man as a Jew. But under the new high priest, many temple priests began having cosmetic surgery to disguise their circumcisions
2: so they could take part naked in the Greek games. The Hellenizing process reached such a pitch that the priests ceased to show any interest in the services of the altar. They would hurry to take part as soon as the signal was given for the games.
0: There were certain things about Greek culture and civilization that were totally unacceptable to the Jews. Among these, of course, was the religious concept of a multiplicity of gods. You cannot possibly imagine such a thing as being acceptable to Jews. Also, there were certain kinds of behavior. For example, the gymnasium with naked athletics. But really behind that isn't so much the nakedness as the virtual worship of the human body. These types of concepts, theological, and we might say behavioral, were just totally unacceptable to most Jews. According to the Book of
1: Maccabees, the ultimate insult to the Jews came when Antiochus ordered that the heart and soul of Judaism, the temple in Jerusalem, be transformed
2: into a Greek temple. The king sent a man to compel the Jews to profane the temple in Jerusalem and dedicated to the Olympian Zeus. The temple was filled with reveling and debauchery by the pagans, who took their pleasure with prostitutes and had intercourse with women in the sacred precincts.
1: The uprising against Antiochus began in the countryside, for the king had ordered his men to travel from village to
2: village with an idol of Zeus. The king's commissioners came to the town of Modaim to make them sacrifice. Many Israelites gathered around them, but Mattathias and his sons drew apart. The king's commissioners then addressed Mattathias, you are a respected leader, a great man in this town, Be the first to step forward and obey the king's decree. You and your sons shall be honored with gold and silver and many presents. Raising his voice, Mattathias retorted, even if every nation living in the king's dominion obeys him, I, my sons, and my brothers will still follow the covenant of our ancestors. As he finished speaking, a Jew came forward in the sight of all to offer sacrifice on the altar. When Mattathias saw this, he was fired with zeal. He killed the king's commissioners and tore down the altar. Then he fled with his sons into the hills.
1: Mattathias and his sons would soon become known as the Maccabees. Their uprising was proof that the Jews' commitment to the religion of the divine book had become so strong they would die to defend
0: it. The Maccabees went to war to put an end to the religious persecution, to reclaim the temple, to purify it. In the history of the world, this is the very first war that we know of, that people went to war over religious freedom, or freedom of conscience. This is the first time a state tampered with a religious tradition, which resulted in the people saying, no, we will go to fight, we cannot tolerate this. That is the War of the Maccabees.
1: Many of the Maccabean rebels hid in caves in the countryside to avoid Antiochus army. Not only were they greatly outnumbered, they faced the serious handicap of having to fight according to biblical law. The Bible said it was illegal to fight on the Sabbath day. So when the Greeks tried to smoke out a large group of rebels during Sabbath, the rebels decided they would rather die and seek their reward in the
2: next life and break God's law. They offered no opposition. Not a stone was thrown. There was no barricading of the hiding places. They only said, let us all die innocent. Let heaven and earth bear witness that you are massacring us with no pretense of justice. The attack was pressed home on the Sabbath itself. And they were slaughtered with their wives and children to the number of 1,000 persons.
3: This introduces the issue of martyrdom for the first time in something of a systematic way. We hear of Jews, for instance, refusing to fight on the Sabbath, and they are martyred. The Maccabean uprising, then, not only became the uh, classic example of Jews fighting for their religion, but it became the first classic example of Jews willing to die for their religion.
1: But after the massacres, the surviving rebels decided to reconsider the matter of Sabbath observance. And the uncertainty that existed over the Bible's meaning
2: gave them the freedom they needed. They said to one another, if we all do as our brothers have done and refuse to fight, they will only destroy us the sooner from the earth. So then and there they came to this decision. If anyone attacks us on the Sabbath day, we will resist them. We must not all be killed as our brothers were in the hiding places.
0: The Maccabees ruled, and it seems to have been followed by Jewish tradition forever after, that in a defensive war, one not only was permitted to set aside Sabbath restrictions, but one was obligated to do so.
1: After the death of Mattathias, his son Judah took over the leadership of the rebels. Judah was both a brilliant military strategist and a charismatic leader who used the
2: stories of the Bible to inspire his followers. First light found Judah preparing for battle in the plain. Though his men lacked the armor and swords they could have wished, Judah said to his men, Do not be afraid of their numbers, and do not flinch at their attack. Remember how our ancestors were delivered at the Red Sea when pharaoh was pursuing them in force. The foreigners looked up and seeing the Jews advancing against them came out of the camp to join battle. Judah's men sounded the trumpet and engaged them. The pagans were routed and fled toward the plain and all the stragglers fell by the sword.
1: After a string of victories over the Greeks, Judah's men began to call him Judah the Maccabee, Judah the Hammer.
0: Judah Maccabee is some kind of amazing giant figure in our historical tradition. Here you've got this man who rises up against the unbelievable power of the Seleucid Empire, who fights battles with massive armies, and who stands on the one hand for Torah and tradition, but on the other hand knows how to make deals with the Romans and how to fight against the Seleucids. So we are speaking here about someone who must have been literally a giant in his own time.
1: In 164 BC, Three years after the revolt began the Maccabees finally conquered Jerusalem. Their first official act was to remove all Greek influence from the temple
2: and rededicate it to their one true God. Maccabeus and his companions restored the temple and the city. They purified the sanctuary and built a new altar. Then striking fire from flints, they offered the first sacrifice for two years, and burned incense and lit the lamps.
3: Judah Maccabee will enter the city, he will have to purify the temple, because the temple had gone through a process of Hellenization, Uh, pagan rites had been introduced into the temple, and Judah Maccabee would purify, rededicate the temple. This, of course, leading to the renowned festival of Hanukkah, the dedication of the Jewish temple anew.